Welcome back to Throwing Hands. It's Jacob Janoski, per usual. Daniel can't make it today, but I'm joined by Trace Engelkes, who will be making his pro MMA debut in two weeks uh, from the time of this recording on October 16th. Trace, how you doing? Not too bad, brother. How you doing? I'm doing pretty good, so I'm just going to get right into it. Uh, so how'd you get your start in uh, wrestling? How'd you get your start in wrestling? Wrestling? So my dad wrestled, and uh, I started wrestling at a pretty young age. I didn't take it very seriously until I was about in like seventh grade or so though I started wrestling club and uh yeah I I was pretty sure that's what I wanted to do with my life at the time and uh I remember writing filling out one of those where I'll be when I graduate questionnaires when I was in seventh grade and I even called the college that I ended up signing to when I was in like seventh grade so um I guess it was always something that I was you know into and ready to do I did other sports as well but uh, nothing really quite hit right like wrestling did. I like the individual aspect of it as well as there's still a team aspect. So, um, you know, I just didn't like losing and feeling like it was somebody's fault or losing and feeling like I had lost the, the game for other people. You know, I wanted to win and take all the glory and lose and take all the blame. Okay. I can respect that. I mean, I, that's why I ran cross country. <laughs> I just like, yeah. I liked, I liked having the, the idea that my performance was in my hands and mm -hmm. no yeah, one exactly. else affected it. So mm -hmm. I can totally relate to that. And so you were an Iowa state champion. So you did Illinois. take all the glory at one point and you were also an NCAA tournament wrestler. How has these moments prepared you for competition today? Um, pretty well. It was actually Illinois, which is uh, in my opinion and a lot of people's opinion better. Um, I don't want to start that war with all my Iowa friends, though, especially considering I'm going to be there in two weeks. Uh, I don't want to get mobbed by the Iowa wrestling fans. But, um, yeah, I mean, I've pretty much seen it all in my wrestling career. I've wrestled on really big stages at the NCAA. Um, I've All-American and Freestyle and Greco. I've been in high-pressure matches where, I, you know, if I lost, I was going to lose the meat for the whole team. Um, if I won, we were going to win, uh, you know, against opponents that had beaten me before. So, you know, as far as pressure and the stakes go, uh, I've, I've been there, done that in all those scenarios. So I don't think there's anything in fighting in, in that realm that's going to surprise me. Yeah. So you, so after, so because of the competition, you, you probably want you want to keep doing competition. So you transition to MMA. Why did you decide to transition to MMA and not go the Olympic route? I tried the, uh, the whole, going the international route and seeing about wrestling competitively. And I was a Greco guy. So uh, freestyle was like right away off the board. I was like, I'm going to do Greco. And um, I went to the Olympic training center for a week just to roll around and see what everything was about there. And I started realizing that if I wanted to be competitive in international wrestling, that I was going to have to move to in the Olympic training center and, uh, or, or to an RTC, which at the time, 
uh, there weren't a ton of them. Now they're everywhere. If, if it had happened now, it might've been different just because there are so many regional training centers, but then it looked like I was going to have to either a move where I was getting my master's degree or B stop getting my master's degree. And I wasn't ready to do that. So, um, I was coaching and wrestling with these guys and I was wrestling and training more than I was when I was in college, just cause you know, I'd have this individual in at nine, this individual in at 10. And I was like, man, I'm wrestling like four hours out of the day. It's a shame. I'm not competing. So I'm in better shape than I ever was. So I was like, no, I'll take a fight and I uh, really enjoyed it. So uh, that was pretty much the start of that. I did when I was 16, I did do a pancreas fight, uh, which was fun. And my mom, was like, put the kibosh on that right away. So they never again, we're not doing that, but here we are. <laughs> yeah. So what would you say was the hardest part of your transition to MMA from wrestling? Um, I'd say mentality wise, you're pretty much prepared for everything. Um, nothing compares to having a wrestling mentality, you know, and, and being able to put yourself through what you have to go through in a wrestling match. Um, but slowing down and learning my striking and, and realizing that not everything is to be done quick. Not everything's to be done at a wrestling pace. Um, you can't learn striking at the same speed that I learn wrestling at. So I'd say definitely just slowing down and learning to strike and tapering the way I train. Cause there's so much to train, you know, you've got to be good at jujitsu. You've got to be good at wrestling. You've got to be good at kickboxing. You've got to have your strength and conditioning in. So there's just tapering your focus was a big thing for me to overcome. So you, you've, you know, you overcome this and you get into your first amateur fight. What are your thoughts going into this uh, first amateur fight? So my first amateur fight, um, well, I had one scheduled and I showed up, drove seven hours and uh, weighed in, Went the whole day, went to med checks. My opponent didn't show up to med checks. He weighed in the day before and then just apparently didn't want to fight. And uh, that was a huge bummer. His actual excuse was that he was constipated and he took himself to the hospital. No joke. Uh, I, I don't know many other people who've had someone back out with that type of excuse. A lot of people get people to pull out, but um, that was a first for me was hearing he couldn't poop. So he didn't want to fight. Um, but then my first actual fight, uh, was outdoor and the cage is in the middle of a sand volleyball court. And it was like one of the hottest days of the year. And, uh, I'm like super prone to heat strokes. I've had heat strokes before I've been hospitalized for heat strokes. And I went out and basically had a heat stroke. <laughs> it was awful. I, uh, finished the first round and just kind of wrestled the guy. I didn't, I wasn't too good at striking yet. And uh, I stand up from my corner and my hands are just shaking. And I can barely, I can't pick my hands up to my chin anymore. And, and I grind through it and I'm throwing up for like the next 24 hours after it. And like, I probably should have gone to the hospital, but I was planning on fighting again in like a month. So I didn't want to go and get suspended or whatever. Um, but right immediately after that, I was like, I don't know if I'm ever going to do this again. That was a terrible experience. I'm tired. I feel like I'm going to die, but uh, I gave it one more shot and I was like, okay, it was just hot. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't blame you for not, might not be wanting to do it. And that's tough. So after you, for, for somebody who's watching you fight for the first time, how would you describe uh, your fighting style to somebody who's never seen you before? Um, very forward. Uh, I'm going to get in on you really fast. 
uh, I've spent, and not that I'm not willing to stand and strike with somebody. If I don't have to, I won't. But um, yeah, I think in all of my fights combined, I've spent less than a minute on my feet. Uh, I start looking to finish the fight on the ground as soon as I can. And like, that's not something I need to hide. I mean, if you, if you, if you can find any single one of my fights on YouTube, figure that out real quick. Um, but I'd like to open up a little bit more, especially in this fight. Um, whether I do or I don't, it doesn't really matter to me. At the end of the day, I'm looking for a win. But um, I, for me, it's just I want to measure myself. Whatever I did last fight, I just want to do it better. And, you know, that's a, a plus side for everyone because I'm constantly improving. And this one's really exciting for me because I haven't fought in so long. It's been uh, It's been over a year since I fought last. So, and it's – I haven't fought since I've been at the MMA lab either. So I'm really excited to to get in there and show off the stuff I've been working on and uh, maybe open up to some new stuff because I think I'm a completely different fighter than I was, you know, 16 months ago. Yeah, definitely. And how has, uh, you know, because I'm sure the part of the layoffs because of COVID, how has COVID affected your training? Um, Really not that much. Um, so we shut down the gym for a little bit. Uh, but basically anybody who still had a fight going on was training, you know, like you can't stop training just because the world stops if you have a fight coming up. So I was lucky enough that, uh, James Nakashima had a fight coming up that ended up eventually getting canceled. But what we did was we broke down into pods. So if you were still fighting, you had your two or three training partners and then, um, you went in with just them. So a lot of times it was just me and James Nakashima training with just coach crouch there. Uh, which was honestly the best thing that could have happened for me because I got a lot of personal attention with uh, Coach Crouch and a lot of really good work with James. I mean, he's an incredible fighter um, who fights a very similar style to me. So, I mean, it honestly worked out better for me. I was training more. I didn't have to go to work. I didn't have to do much. So I was just wake up, train, take a nap, train. It felt like I was in college again, you know, with that same type of training schedule. I wish we could go back to it. <laughs> Yeah, so I'm sure all that uh, preparation with, uh, well, training with Coach Crouch has really prepared you for your first pro fight coming up in two weeks from today. What are your thoughts going into this one? Um, I just have a lot of anticipation. Like, I've been waiting a long time for this fight. Um, struggled trying to sign another amateur fight. Then I had one, and then I got hurt. And then uh, I was right when I started looking for another one, the pandemic happened. It's like everything's been putting it off. Um, and I knew, I knew it was only a matter of time. And, you know, I've, I'm one of those people who believes when it happens, it's the right time. And there's no reason to force anything. So I truly believe that this is the perfect time for me because it's the time that it happened. And, uh, like, I'm just so excited. It's been so long since I've gotten to take that walk. And uh, I'm ready to remember what that feels like. So uh, what, what's your prediction uh, coming out of this one? What do you think is going to happen? I think I'm going to finish him for sure. Um, you know, I, I'm not one to like disparage any of my opponents or anything like that, but I just don't see how what he has and the training that he's been through, how it could ever measure up to what I've done and what I do. Um, I, I like that Dan Gable mentality when I'm training. I picture my opponent doing nothing. And I just know that what I'm willing to do is more than what he's willing to do. And I've, I've seen him fight and he's, good Muay Thai guy, but, um, 
I just don't think it's it's going to measure up to what I bring to the table. And whatever happens, happens. But I have a feeling it's going to happen, and it's going to happen quick. I like that a lot. So where do you see your career going? Uh, you know, what's your projection? Well, nowadays, there's so many options. You know, there are a lot of good promotions. Um, I Ultimately, I'd like to be on that on the big stage. I'd like to be in the UFC. But what I'm really after is to have a self-sustaining career, to make MMA the only thing. And because uh, so many fighters struggle. And uh, I think I don't have to be one of those guys. I, I didn't go into this with the intentions of being one of those guys. But, um, you know, I, I want it all. And I'm willing to sacrifice for it. I've already sacrificed for it. It'd be a shame to come this far to not go just a little bit farther. Definitely. All right. So that pretty much wraps it up for me. Uh, where can people find you on social media? On uh, Twitter, I'm at Trace Wrestles. On Instagram, I'm at Trace versus the world. That's where I post all my stuff. So get a hold of me there. All right. So I want to thank you for coming on, man. I really appreciate it. I appreciate it too, brother. All right. You can find Trace uh, fighting two weeks from uh, October 2nd. Uh, what's the promotion again? Cage Digression. You can order the pay-per-view at cagedigression.tv. All right, guys. Uh, that'll do it for us right now. I want to thank uh, Trace again. And uh, Trace Ankle Kiss, everybody.